Shavua Tov, everyone. Hope everyone had a uh, very uplifting and inspiring Shabbos. Uh, okay. Um, we have a few small pieces here today that hopefully we'll be able to cover some of them. Okay. So, um, begin the piece that he discusses over here is called Yuhara. Yuhara is, uh, well, let him talk. So the Peleoid says like this, Kamadvarim Osru Chachamim. There are a number of things that the Chachamim prohibit us on Mishum Demerzi Kiyuhara because it gives a certain impression that you are living, you're conducting yourself above and beyond where you are holding. Below kol litel es Hashem, not everyone who wants to take upon themselves a, a certain conduct, lasos mili dichazuta yasa. Now, certain things the Torah expects from all Jews, and there are certain things that are not expected from all Jews. Jews who wish to put themselves above to go beyond what the halacha demands. That's what we call chasidus. And that's what he's discussing over here. And he's saying it's not necessarily acceptable for everyone to be able to do that. As we all in certain, certain areas, people want to be able to go above and beyond what the Torah demands. And that's something that's very exceptional. But a person has to weigh that out, as he's pointing out, is that it shouldn't give an impression of what we call yuhara, that the person is going above where he really is. Eliyesh peles, there's a scale. Umozne mishpat, and it needs to be weighed out judiciously. And each situation needs to be judged accordingly. Shimyesh isr if there's anything which is forbidden, or bitul mitzvah, or not fulfilling a mitzvah from the Torah, or medivrei sofrim, or even midrabanan, v'rov ha'olam einis harim, and if most of even if most of the world is not careful about it, who wrote Zalizar and he wants to be careful about it, ve'ino yochalasos betzina and he cannot do it privately. Then then do it. Now, again, certain things that are on some level, it, it's a forbidden act, but people do not, for, for whatever reason, people are not careful about it. And this person wants to be careful about it. And he cannot do it in a way that would be, he could do it quietly without people being aware of it then he's pointing out that he should absolutely follow through on it. That's not considered yuhara. That's not going above and beyond because that's what the Torah wants. The Torah wants a person to be careful. Uh, as I said, you know, types of conversations on Shabbos, you know, it's not, it's not accepted according to the halacha. So if a person wants to be careful about it, Nazdaf Yomi came up not long ago that uh, the Gemara says that Bakoshi, with difficulty, they, they, they were permitted you to say, you know, good Shabbos. That was but with difficulty, Tosus quotes. 
So you had people, you know, I remember my Rashi Rav Shamer, he did not speak, he only spoke Torah on Shabbos. He only spoke Torah on Shabbos. So I'm saying that would not be considered, now he was a person who was certainly on that dargah to be able to conduct himself that way. And it, it certainly wouldn't look that way, but even for someone else he's pointing out, if that's the, what the halacha wants from us, then that's the way it should be done. That's the way it should be done. And it wouldn't be considered you're on, on anybody's level because th that's what the halacha wants, that the, the type of our conversation on Shabbos has to be a certain type of a conversation. And similar to ideas like that, he's pointing out. And don't worry about people laughing at you. Famous idea. It, it's, it's preferred, a person is much better off to be embarrassed in this world that he should never be embarrassed in the next world. So again, again, to reiterate over, if a person is trying to be careful about things that many people, for whatever reason, are not careful about, but it is a halacha, so then a person has every right and, and should, by all means, try to be careful in it, even if others would look at him askance and they'll say, you're trying to be... So, you know, who are you to, to do that? You know, it's not your place. That's not, the, that's not the case and you follow through. But again, check it out. See if that's what the halacha wants. Continues over here. But let's say it's something that is generally accepted. It's something that was, the general consent is that that's, that's the accepted halacha. But there are other opinions that say one shouldn't do it. And other areas where you're going above, again, because he's pointing out over here that this is the halacha. This is the, no, the halacha comes out a certain way. But there's a minority opinion, not that way. Then Then a person should be careful about doing this in public. Unless he's someone who already has a reputation for someone who tries to be careful on halachas. He's someone that we know is careful about things on that level. He knows very clearly. Because again, people are definitely going to scrutinize that person. People are definitely going to scrutinize. And the person who says it should not make that mistake. But if, if you're not, if someone is not holding at that point, I had their toe. He's saying that not doing it, you're, you're, you're better off. You should only do these things if you can do them quietly. And do it in your house. And uh, out, out in the street, it's a different story. In other words, I'll just throw out an idea. Again, using Rav Scheinberg as an example, but him not being the only one, people that we're feeling all day. So if someone wants to do that, again, uh, it, it's certainly a mitzvah to do that, but uh, it's certainly not obligated. We, you know, whatever the, the general con conduct of most, the overwhelming majority of Jews is not to. But if a person would want to do such a thing, he wants to wear tefillin. So then he's pointing out over here, if you're someone who, who they look at you and they see that you're someone who's careful, so then you're going to walk around the street that way. So then 
that seems to be okay. But if not, so then he's saying, you know, you want to do it, do it in your house, but not necessarily in the street. Try not to be different than, uh, than what's accepted by majority of Jews. You want to take upon yourself a good minig. He, he talks, and it's also an important, there's a separate issue. If you want to do something, it's good, you know, whatever it may be. It's always a good thing. You know, you hear uh, about, you know, like I said, last January when they finished up Dafyomi, you want to take, oh, I'm going to do Dafyomi. So he's telling, that's a, it's a minig tov, you know, you want to do that. You heard something about uh, tzedakah, you want to give chomish, let's say you heard how enormous the midst of chomish is, giving 20% of your income, so you want to do something like that. So he's saying a person should always be careful, yasna mi'ikora, always before you start something to that extent, always make a, a tanaya condition, bli neder, that you should, you're doing this, not taking a neder, because once you start a minik tov, it, be, it can take on the uh, understanding of a neder, which is a very serious thing. So two things he's trying to tell you. Number one, try to do it. Make sure you do it bli neder. And number two, do it quietly. For sure he's saying, someone who's involved with the community in business areas, He's someone who's not careful about other areas. That they shouldn't, should never leave yourself open for people to uh, say inappropriate things. And a person should run. Don't stay far away from doing things that are chasidus, not going above and beyond the halacha in public. He take F because right away he says Kashashim, because when other people notice this, in other words, and again, the question is, um, who cares what people think? The answer is, as you're seeing over here and in other places, that the halacha does uh, relate to that. We do, that the halacha does care what other people say. Now you could say, well, let them down the kafskos. That's true. That, those are, that's, what, that's their line. That's not your line. In other words, you have to, uh, you have to be concerned. Uh, like he's saying for you, Hara, over here, that the people you shouldn't do something that that might give people a, an excuse to to make a, a certain criticism, etc. And we don't live with the idea. Well, who cares what they have to say? You know, and it's too bad. I'm going to do what I want. It's it's a free country. Well, that's not the way the halacha works over here. I'm sorry to say, Ma'im Omrim, right? And those kitekev kishachem rorim. Also, you'll see what they start saying. They're going to, people will, you know, for good or for worse, that's uh, people have, you know, a certain uh, scrutinous eye. And uh, that's the way it works. And as I said, the halacha does not ignore them. It's going to cause a chil Hashem in the end. So what will happen is... Uh, you are inadvertently causing other people to, to talk inappropriately and you're going to lose the, what one could have gained with the chasidus, with the loss of the chil Hashem happening. Hashem yera lelevov, and Hashem sees hearts, if you're doing it, in other words, if you're trying to do something good, Hashem sees what, you know, what you're doing good. If you can't do it in public, 
Hashem will give you all that credit. In other words, again, you know, I'll just give a, uh, uh, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily a good example, but I'll just give something similar. Uh, I even saw in a few places over here. In other words, uh, if someone would come into a Shiva, a Russia Shiva would go over and say, you know, look at the Talmidim over here. They're enormous. They're, they must meet them and they're unbelievable and they're avodas Hashem. It's so beautiful. So he would say, well, would you do that in somebody else's yeshiva too? I was just saying that about your Talmidim, how, you know, enormous, how wonderful it is, a big Kiddush Hashem. But would you say that about it had it been somebody else's Talmud? Would you say the same thing? In other words, the idea being over here, if we're looking to do something for Hashem, so then I'm not looking for the headlines. I'm just looking to make a Kiddush Hashem. And if the best way to make a Kiddush Hashem, he's pointing out over here, is to do something privately. So then good. Again, if I'm looking for the headline, so then he's not talking about this that type of a person over here. If you're looking for people to take notice of you, which, you know, whatever, you know, people like to get encouragement. People like to be noticed, whatever it may be. You know, there's certainly a percentage of that sometimes in a person's uh, motives. But he say he's, you know, but he's saying if a person's truly looking, L'Shem Shemayim, and he wants to do something, you know, uh, because he feels that that's, what he'd like to do. So then if, if, if it's important to be done privately and uh, then good, Hashem will give you all the credit for everything. Don't worry that the Kiddush Hashem you're making and the, uh, what it's doing in Shemayim for the Jewish people is, is enormous. And Malabakad Hashem will give it to you all the credits. And even someone who is, has, they, they look at that person with Hasidus. And as they understand, he's somebody who's a careful person. Again, even there he's saying, if you see Gedolim, don't do this. Then don't, you know, then don't you do it. Because they'll say, well, well, you know, what about the earlier gen? They weren't so careful about that. Those, these are very, very delicate areas. And, you know, you got to know. We saw Hasidim. We saw Hasidim, you know, and they didn't do that. So, uh, you know, what, what, you know, was something wrong with them? You're showing off. Why do you have to do something more than, better than, uh, you know, the others? But a person needs to look at the big picture. Thought out. Try to do something that will make a Kiddush Hashem. Well, befrad bifnei certainly if you're going to do something in front of big, big people, if they're not careful about it, so then you know, pull back from it. and you'll get reward for all that. If you see that gedolimets are not that uh, careful about it, so then uh, it's not something that you need to, uh, you know, do. Now again, I'm not going to mention example, whatever you know. Uh, as, as you know, as it says in Pirkei Avos, get yourself a Rav. And, you know, these types of questions will definitely be, you know, you can put that out. Is it something that it feels that something could be done in private, should be done in public, etc.? You know, you got to know. You have to know. Okay. So that's that little piece over here. Are there any questions on that little piece, which is uh, not so small? It's a, that's a very big, it's a big concept over here. And it, you know, needs a lot of uh, thought. You know, we just, you know, just when we, when we get inspired about things, it's beautiful things to do, but, uh, you know, we have to weigh out exactly, you know, to, to see the big picture. You have to know how that fits in. Okay. 
next piece he has is it's called Yashrus. Some of these are all very, very of ideas over here. It's, you know, these are things that could take, you know, we can go into them in quite detail, but, you know, we're getting a general overview over here. Yashrus is someone who wants to be a straight person. So again, he points out, Roy Adam Shalola Hamid Dvarov Aldin Torah. Listen to this. Person should not work exclusively by the book. You don't do things according to the way the Torah says it should be done. We'll see what that means in a minute. You should do what's yosher, what's straight. What does that mean? Listen to what he brings down. The Gemara and Bab Matziah says, is that Yushalayim was, you know why Yushalayim was destroyed? Because they, they, they did everything by the book. The way the book works, that's the way it's going to be. So then what happens? So if we work by the book, so then as we've seen many times, so then God says, well, then I have to work by the book. If you work by the book, so then I have to work by the book. And sometimes it's not so good. And therefore the Jews were found guilty. He's saying, for sure, if someone uh, takes money from someone, according to the halacha, but it's not the right thing to do. It's not the right thing to do. You're taking money, but it's not right. And in the, in the future, you're going to have to be accountable. In other words, again, as we, um, as we see over here, there are certain things that even if in, in this world we do not work with it, but in Shemayim there's an accounting. Well, Kogoni gives an example. Someone puts something by someone. You ask him to watch something for you. And it got stolen by that person. It got lost from him. So again, somebody, right? Somebody asked you to watch his car, let's say. Somebody, you're going to watch the kind of the car got stolen. So even if the halacha would say that the, the person has to pay for it, it's not right though. In other words, he did you a favor and he watched it for you. He did you a, bit, a favor and you're asking now to pay for it. He says, I can give you many examples like that. So person, you, you need to know. You need to know. But there's always, unfortunately, the Yetzirah. Oche Shmuro Senayim and grabs it. People never see their mistakes. People always see themselves as being correct. So therefore he wants to say, if somebody, if you really want to do what's right, Ask, ask a Talmud Chacham, what does he think would be the right thing to do? It's not always what the Torah wants. You have to see exactly what's the right thing to do. If you don't have someone who you can ask, again, ask Hashem, what, what do you think Hashem would want me to do? And, and look at it, you know, just the opposite. Um, that's what happened with me once. I made an agreement with someone and he didn't want to uh, keep the agreement. So I said, well, 
um, well, how would you want it if it was the other way around? How would you want me to, you know, to treat you? And that's what he's saying over here. So he's saying, uh, imagine the tables were turned. What would you want that person to do? Right? Let's say it was the other way around. Would you agree with that? Would you be so happy with that idea? We can tell a person by the way he deals in monetary world. Because again, if money's going to come in a not straight way, in the end, it's going to be taken away from you. It's not to your benefit. People in business who are serious people. They can always help. And through them, you can come up with a proper judgment. According to the way they think would be the right way to do it. Again, you have din, you have lifnimishurasadin. Then Hashem will also judge us that way. So that's uh, as far as relations go, that a person should always try to do what's right. So too, when a person learns, he should try to do things, should learn correctly. What does that mean? Don't be crooked. Very often a person comes up with a certain idea and then he will do everything he can to justify and support his idea. Even if the idea, even if the supports are very illogical and so far-fetched, but in order for a person to justify himself, people will do that. And he's saying, don't do that. Don't put, don't, don't come up with a, an understanding and a, and a way of looking at things and use crooked or far-fetched ideas to support that idea. Because then it's not the right way. All this will do is bring up further argumentation. And disagreements. And you're destroying things. Anything that's right, straight, and it's right. You hear something, even if it's not what you, the way you thought it, you should accept it. Then it says, Ashrei Misha Molabatara. Then your learning is a is a proper one. giving Nachas to Hashem. Marbim These are the people that are bringing Shalom into the world. Okay, so we have these two pieces. Is there um, any questions on any of these two pieces, gentlemen? Um, I had a question. <laughs> you had one. Okay. I forgot, I forgot the question. I, I had I was trying to hold back on something before. You had a what? Uh, I was holding back on saying I didn't want to I, I didn't want to disturb uh, the issue. Uh, okay. But you but you were talking about being straight. Um but 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 oh that that's what it was. There there's certain dinam, right? That that the halachas in the Torah, like you were saying, how how the halacha is that if someone borrows something from somebody, I mean, not borrows something from somebody else, but somebody watches it, right? The Torah dictates that it, like, he has a right to, he's responsible for 100%, it. hundred percent, yes, hundred percent. Why would, why would the Torah create a, a, a situation where the right thing to do is to go beyond, the, you know, 
beyond what the, what the halacha is. Like, like, oh, actually, you know, just forget about it. It's fine. Like again, the, the, the again, the Torah gives us what the what the bait. I understand. Again, there's always again there's there's the law, and then there's something which is beyond the law. In other words, the Torah is telling you what what the basic law is. That's correct. The Torah gives us a guideline within which we can work. But uh, but there is room. Sometimes there's room for a person to see a little bit above it. In other words, um, not to demand what the Torah wants. In other words, take, take, take into consideration uh, other ideas. So, so you're saying the Torah doesn't want that? They're just, they're giving that no, as No, no, I'm not saying the Torah doesn't want it. In other words, you have, to, you have to weigh out the situation. You have to weigh out, in other words, you have every right to ask for it. You have a right to ask for it. But sometimes... Um, Another, for example, let me just give you an example, okay? Gemara was discussing, Gemara has a case about somebody who finds lost objects. Mm-hmm. So uh, Gemara says that, that that person has the right to say, knows, and, the person say you know, and the person who it belongs to, he says, you know, you, you found my wallet, let's say, right? So, the, so he says, well, there was $200 in that wallet. Where's the $200? So he says, there was, I only saw 100 so the, the Chachamim say we give the right for the one who found it to swear that there were, you know, to say that there was a hundred and that's it. Because if, you, if you're not going to do that, so then nobody's going to want to return lost objects. Or I'll give you another example. In other words, similarly by, by Shemitah, Torah says that what? That all loans are canceled, correct? That's what the Torah says. That if anybody borrows money and comes Shemitah, the debt is canceled. So the Gemara points out that Hillel saw that what that um, it's not going to work that way. So they, we came up with a rabbinic way to circumvent that, because otherwise the, things weren't weren't going to operate that way. So the Torah certainly gives me a certain halacha. If if we see that certain things need to be uh, uh, adjusted in order for the satire to again, you you have to know when and how and how to do these things. It's not just, you can't just wake up one morning and just decide to do it. Again, we'll give another example. Uh, the Torah, Torah Shabal Peh is not allowed to be written down. Correct? It's forbidden to write. That's why it's called Torah Shabal Peh. There's Torah Shabiksav and there's Torah Shabal Peh. The Torah says that Torah Shabal Peh is not allowed to be written down. Rabbi Uranasi says, but there was a Pusik that says, Rabbi Uranasi felt that based on that Pusik over there, which isn't to heal him, that we're being given an option now to override the Torah because to save the Torah. So again, you need to be uh, someone who, someone who's on those on those levels to be able to see the everything in its totality and to know when we work according to what the Torah wants and when we see that it's important sometimes to uh, to not follow exactly the letter of law but to do what's right, to do what's yosher. Right, that, that that's the whole concept of uh, what we call pshara. That's you know that's what the Torah wants. Sometimes there's room. For, you need to do compromise. So you, you have to know. The Torah allows for all of that. The Torah allows for all of it, but we do need to know what the uh, what the halach is, and then uh, and then if we see, no, we need to know what the halach wants, and then we see if there's reasons to um, to do to to do differently in certain situations, so then I have to make that uh, that call. But I need to know what the halach is, because that's what the Torah is telling me. 
but the Torah definitely leaves room for situations that where it, 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 it's not best, so then we, we do things differently. But again, you got to know when and how. It's not just up to anybody to wake up one morning. And, you know, like I told you before, uh, you know, the conservatives say, well, now, why don't you ride to shul on Shabbos? It's not for us just to decide, in other words, what's going to be, or, you know, other things. You can't just wake up one morning and to decide what's, what's, what's best and what's not best. You have to have, uh, you know, you need to know. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's not simple. Okay. Did I answer you in some way, Mayor? Definitely. Definitely. Thank you so much. Okay. We'll say it a more. Okay. So, Bezrat Hashem, we will pick up tomorrow then, unless there are other questions. Okay, Vaseder. How's Ravi feeling? How's Ravi feeling? Baruch Hashem, getting much better. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, much, much better. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Okay, great. All right. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the day. And Mitzvah Hashem will pick up tomorrow.